I gotta go back and listen to that. The song? That song, yeah. It's a great song. Hey, welcome to Doobie Monster. It's your old pals, Albert and Ryan, from Don't Be an Idiom. We're doing our sideshow pod right now. This is our sideshow pod. Because Don't Be an Idiom is so big (laughs) that we needed, we wanted to go indie. Indie, We wanted to to be unknown and do our own little side project. Right. That's... Don't be an idiom is like our it's like our, it's like our Disney Marvel kind right. of podcast. Right. This is our it's our our Fat Records. Yes, it's our A twenty four. You know, Neon Films. Ooh, good. Because I just saw the Nicolas Cage movie. It was a neon oh, neon film. <laughs> go see Pig if you haven't seen it. Um. So hey, if you are listening right now. Um, and you're not stupid. <laughs> then you already heard the first volume of our road trip. First volume. Uh, wow. Right? Because this is volume two. Well, part two. Oh, I wrote vol two. Yeah. It's not a volume. <laughs> it's part two. Yeah, but maybe if we were ants. So <laughs> so uh, this is part two of the Dubia Monster Monster Road Trip. If you are tuning in right now and you've not listened to part one. Stop. Just just stop. Go back and, and uh, listen to the previous episode. It's titled um, o- Big old, Bats. Old Big Bat. Wait. No. Shit. Dude, see, I Big old bats. beer on all, all my notes and now everything is. There. <sighs> big, I think it's called Big it's, Old Bats. Big Old Bats. Right. Okay. So volume two yeah. is called <laughs> Chigger Warning. Right. Because, well, you know, get... nowadays everyone's got anxiety and they're all talking about trigger warnings. But right. this is trigger warning. Be- yeah, because of, but there's a bug situation coming up. Right. And we're going to talk all about the right. bugs. So. Uh, so here we go. We're going to jump. And if you don't know, Do Be a Monster is all about finding out about like, monster folklore. Yeah. Because when we were doing our big show, Don't Be an Idiom, anytime we found monsters, we were like, Man, we really like talking about this. So we were like, well, let's start a second show. Yeah. And here it is. And so we we thought that we would drive around um, America, specifically the South, and try to find some of these legends, these, you know, folkloric creatures. And uh, go see where they're from and see if the towns celebrate or deny the existence. I'll tell you what. Sometimes they celebrate them, and sometimes you're they the don't. Tennessee wild just, man. Uh, sometimes you're the Tennessee wild man, and you're just—it's really just like a backyard of trash. Yeah, you can't even get a slug burger. <laughs> slug burger. <laughs> um, so where we're picking up is going to be on day eight. Now, on day seven, we were in New Orleans, staying with my good friend Chelsea. She let us stay with her, but on day eight. We wake up and we had to get up really early because we had a big, big driving day. Yeah. And so basically we, we wake up in New Orleans. So, so here we are. It's day eight of the monster road trip. 
And we wake up super early. We jump in the car. And Ryan is um, covered in bug bites. <laughs> we, I had a suspicion that, that I had some bug bite issues. And um, that, that, that were, uh, I noticed something on my ankles. But then we were, we, so day, the day eight monster is hugging Molly, which is a witch in Alabama that we're going to get to. Right. So so we're we're speeding along and uh we we stop at a rest stop and we go to a gas station and um I go I should probably see I should probably you know I should probably see <clears throat> right if I have other bug bites besides the ones right. on my ankles and I I ended up having over 120 bites on my body. Right. And it was uh it was no good. I was very Worried. Yeah, and and the like. So we pulled into the gas station, and it, at first it looked kind of like okay, it was like a Sunoco or whatever, and it, you were like, oh, there's a name brand. Yeah. And then you go into the shop, and it was dingy. <laughs> and then, you know, so I let Ryan go in first, and he was in there for kind of a minute. I'm like, oh man, I really got to pee. And, <laughs> And then he comes out, and and you were like, "Well, my underwear are gone." I seriously thought that there were millions of bed bugs Literally. lining lining the waist of my underwear yeah. and pants. And I was like, "Dude, you gotta get rid we, of those. You've got an issue here, right?" But, so this story will develop. We, yeah. At this point, we don't know what's we don't going know what on, it is. what bugs they are. But yeah. you're thinking the worst. You're thinking it's bed bugs. That's the worst. And we're thinking we picked it up somewhere. You know, we're we're on the road. Yeah, I mean, we've been yeah we've been out in nature for a while. Um, they started popping up in New Orleans. Um, so I don't know. Now at this point in the trip, only Ryan has hundreds of bug bites. I am free and clear. Yeah, but that that's going to change. Uh, so as we get on the road, it, it's very early in the morning and, um, we were listening, we, we've been trying uh, as we go through the country to like, listen to local radio stations because just to see what's going on. out. Well, there. I'll tell you what's going on. It's every, every fucking ACDC right. song that you can imagine. Right. I mean, just over and over again. And that song jump, 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 which is about nothing. Yeah, what we're, yeah, well, one thing we learned on this trip is that most rock songs in the radio are just about nothing. Right. And Van they Halen's are the same jump, five songs. Van Halen's Jump is just about nothing. Mhm. And it's ah oh man, it's frustrating. I think people pretend to like Van Halen when they like Van Halen. Yeah, I mean, I don't who even pretends? Nah, I I know some people that are like, "Yeah, Van Halen." I'm just kind of like, "No, right? That you're full of it." What about Sedan Halen? Because Van? Oh, oh it's a like car joke. Halen. It's a car joke. <laughs> See, we're doing car jokes now. <laughs> this is a car joke show. Um, so, but yeah, there but, was a nice moment on the on the road. Yeah, even quick anecdote ones, before right? we get to Hugging Molly. So we're listening to Bayou 95.7. And there are these two characters on, on the radio. And... They are, they they basically uh, have found that a sinkhole has opened up in somewhere in New Orleans, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Call in and tell us what you think we should throw into the sinkhole." And I know the first thing was stupid. It was like, "What?" L Listen, uh, Albert's corks, already corks. They you, were talking about throwing corks in there. Yeah, but like, 
you were already giving too much enthusiasm to these radio DJs because they lit me up. They they were like, it's like they had never been on the radio before. Right. The guy, the guy was like, you know, you know, it's uh, you know, don't don't say your boss. Don't say you want to throw your boss. Oh, in yeah, the same he call. said, stop, stop telling stop us stop to put telling, the mayor stop of telling, New Orleans. Listen, in don't, it. yeah, don't tell us to put the mayor because you know, Orleans killing's bad. Yeah, you, know. you know, but like, what 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 other things would you put in the sinkhole? And they gave us a phone number to text what we would put in the sinkhole. Right. And so we were like, yeah, let's, yeah, we got nothing else to do. So I'm driving at this moment and Ryan looks up the number and he finds it. Right. And mm-hmm. sure enough, he, he texts the number. Yeah. And they, they went to a commercial break and then they came back. They're like, okay, we got, we got some more people saying what they're going to throw into the sinkhole. And you know, a lot of, a lot of nothing. And then you hear, <laughs> What would we want to throw in the sinkhole? Speed limits and sinks. Also, put the Womack on them. Love, Albert and Ryan. Yes. And we got on there. If you're from the new... And first of all, okay, we're driving, so you want to throw those speed limits in the sinkhole because mm-hmm. you don't want to worry about those speed limits. And then sinks, it's like sinkhole. Dude, it's that not, plays. It's not even funny. It's the, it makes it no sense. But then the fact that they said put the Womack on them... Now, if you're from the New Orleans area, there there's a lot of um, billboards, billboards about uh, like lawyer lawyer billboards. Yeah, yeah. And there's this one guy, Bill Womack or whatever, and his his slogan is "Put the Womack on him." <laughs> so we're gonna hire him when we get in trouble. Yeah. Well, anyway, we got on the radio station, and that was a they, big deal. They read our message. It didn't yeah. make sense to us, and they didn't. They just read it, and they didn't even talk about it. How it was stupid. They didn't even say about how like this is the best one. <laughs> like they should have saved us for last and been like, "What the hell is going on in New Orleans today?" But anyway, it was to me. We were on the road a total of about fifteen days, and that was the high excitement moment, like yeah. the biggest woo. It was a screaming was, in the car moment. Yeah. So anyway, we were um, getting down to to Abbeville, Alabama, right? Because we had read about this witch called Huggin' Molly, and there is a. This is how awesome this town is. They have a cafe called Huggin' Molly, yeah, based on on this this uh, this tale. So do you remember like some of the details of, yeah. of Huggin' Molly? So they actually have like a framed copy of like a newspaper article from I think the fifties. Yeah, like Life Magazine. Too. Yeah, it was like and like a big publication. Yeah, and the artwork's really cool too. And so basically, this town believes that they have a witch that will maybe like a witch ghost kind of thing. Yeah, and, witch ghost. And at night, she will chase children, like sweep down, like because. I feel like they were trying to say she was like kind of bell like, like her, her her skirt was like a bell mm. <laughs> sweeping down because maybe it's not touching the ground. Okay, but anyway, she would go through the streets at night, and the like the adults would actually tell the, their kids like, "Don't stay out at night, or Huggy Molly might get you." And if Huggy Molly does get you, what she does is she gives you a big old bear hug, and then she screams, screams in your, in your ears. ears. Yeah, but that's basically that's the long and short of it. But that's horrifying. Yeah, I was, I have been thinking about this, and it's like, yeah, that's like not like like super scary to it to talk though. about it. it but if you though. were in that situation and you're high, where you <laughs> and you're so right. high, <laughs> and and a woman in a black 
you know, like an, an old black Victorian dress is just like running after you with her arms outstretched. Yeah. And then she grabs and hugs you and screams in your ear. You would have a heart attack. Yeah. So it is pretty And there was a statue of her right. in the window of the cafe. Right. And statue is, so it's, it's like, fab, like it's like a, a, it is in the window. Yeah. Big, like it's a, its own section of window. Yeah. Displaying this big black, like flowing, you know, cape and everything of like, it was awesome. And I even got a chance to talk to the counter girl and I'm like, so is this like a big deal around here? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, there's not much else going on in Abbeville, no, Alabama. No. Although they got a lot of neon out there. You they know, do. They had a ton of neon. All their, all their storefronts. Some had dude's got cool, a, neon a neon shop, shop. around yeah. the block. He's like, I smoked a neon too. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so, um, it was super cool. And just a little insider tip. They, they've been talking about creating a new statue with glowing red eyes, which we would love to see. Mm-hmm. So if you get out there and see the new statue, please let us know. But anyway, we went to Hug and Molly's that day and we probably should have gone right to the uh, minute Doctor. clinic or something to get the, the jig bites <laughs> yeah, but checked I didn't, out. I didn't want to miss but, but the... But we, we had a small window. Remember, it was only open from like 11 to 3 yeah, or something right. like that, right? So we we got some burgers there and this place also had a ton of like rare old vintage like memorabilia and stuff including what i thought was the the most interesting thing which was the the gun that killed old yeller in the movie the actual gun that's a piece of paraphernalia right there i mean that gun has caused so many children to cry right yeah it's a special gun yeah um i don't know how this guy gets it but yeah he it, there was a certificate Right there, it was. Yeah, everything's. If you like, if you like, I mean, it was almost. Too, it was all too. The diner's so a little confusing nice. because it's a, like a fifties diner with like all these like throwback things. Yeah, but it's also has the Hug and Molly legend. Yeah, up it's in a it. little like what is what am I? <laughs> right, but we had a blast. Um, so later that night, we went. We had a, a campsite, um, Hard Ridge campsite in uh, Alabama, and. Um, we, we, we were, we've been, you know, we were like really open to try, like having some sort of supernatural experience. Right. And we did see a green flashing light. Yes. Go above the trees momentarily. Yes. It, it seemed like a UFO. It seemed like it could have been a UFO. I mean, it was something. Or it was just... Something else. Well, I mean, you skipped some of the good stuff. Like, we'll go for it. Well, when we did finally, after hugging Molly's, we we had to drive fifty minutes out of the way to get Ryan to a like a minute clinic. All right, <laughs> because we had to, his bites were so bad. Um, yeah, and the doc. So three doctors. So, so I get in there, and the doctor's like, oh. All right, well, now show me what you got here. And I'm like, okay, well, sorry about my body. (laughs) I take my shirt off, and he's like, oh, Nelly. He's like, all right, so those are insect bites. I'm like, yeah, man, I know. Like, what are they? And he's like, well, they're not chiggers. I'm like, okay. He's like, because you would know if they were chiggers. (laughs) And I don't think the bed bugs, um... 
maybe they're something else. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Let me bring in two of my beautiful associates to take a look at your body. He's like, you know when you're walking around in the woods and you see a bug and you're like, what kind of bug is that? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, exactly. It could be a bite from one of those kinds of bugs. You just don't know There's what it like is. like millions of bugs. <laughs> and I'm just standing there like... Oh, so you have you have no idea what I'm like. Could this, is this something I can take medication for? Is like, you know, in a situation like this, we just like to wait, just like <laughs> wait and see what happens. And I'm like, I don't. I don't. You just go on home. Can't do that. <laughs> and what, and you'll be home in uh, yeah, like, like seven two days. weeks. Yeah. Um, he's like, well, how, would you like a second opinion? And I was like, well. I, that wouldn't be bad and so then he goes brings the other doctor in who has an assistant with her so now three people are staring at my grotesque bubonic body and are just like they're all like hmm now that just looks real bad and the doctor said to me she was like the new doctor she's like well I wouldn't let you be a guest at my house <laughs> <laughs> or no she said something like I wouldn't let you stay in my guest room. And I'm like, nice. Okay. So you're rich. You got a guest yeah, yeah, room. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I see right. what you're doing. <laughs> um, and so that was it. Yeah. But we do think we saw a UFO before we passed out in the street at our campground. That oh, yeah. And this is like a, you know, just don't fall asleep in chairs in the middle of the street, people. Yeah. Even though we did it and we were totally fine. We Yeah. We lived another day. Also, yeah. while Ryan was doing that, I was on the phone with Alex, and he told me, you got to accept the premise. And oh. you know what? It's not always easy when you're, when you're covered in bites, you don't know what, they're, what, they're, what they are. But yeah, that, that's Alex's wisdom right, right there. It right. is. Um, all right, so that, all right, that was day eight. Day nine. All right, day nine is all about the Altamaha River Monster in Georgia, Darien County, Georgia. Also now known as Alti. Right. A little bit easier to say. Right. And Ryan did not misspeak. There is an extra ha in that Alta Mahaha. Alta Mahaha River Monster. It's not yeah. easy to say. No, it's not. So um, what we were doing that day was we were getting to that place. It was Darien, right? Yeah. And in Darien, they have... Uh, so we were going to see about this. We knew that they had a little museum where they had a statue of Alti mm -hmm. and we get there. Oh no, we were, we were running late. I think there was a time change, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We lost an hour. We lost like, an oh, hour shit. and we're like, we're not, we're not going to make it. It's, it's four o'clock. We're not going to make it. And then Rye calls them up and we're like, Hey, we're coming from really like, <laughs> from like thousands of miles away. Can you please keep it open? And they were like, well, actually, yeah. Cause we sweep up for like an hour. Sweep, like, lots of sweeping. We organize the pamphlets. So yeah, we'll be here. So we get to this place, and it is like a giant, uh, uh, like mini mall kind of thing. That's like a empty strip mall. Like it, it's, but it's it's beyond the strip mall. It's huge. You called it a ghost mall at one point, and I thought yeah. that was pretty. Yeah, the ghost mall. It's right. like you, it was the visitor center for Darien County, and you you're like, all right, a visitor center should be like right in the main road, easy to see. Yeah, it wasn't. It was and not so we're easy like to driving see. around all the basically this abandoned mall, and then we find one little spot, and we're like, oh, that's it. Yeah, 
And we go in there and she's like, no, this is the visitor center. <laughs> We're like, this is weird. It, it was weird. But that, <laughs> but it was little, really, it was really that nice. little chunk was really nice and, yeah. and curated very nicely. And gosh, the statue was so beautiful. And yeah. there is this one woman who I did not write down her name, but she is going to essentially, I think, save Darian. She will. She And, and the way she's going to do it, by really promoting Alti. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, like... That's how you get the people coming. She she could see that Alti is the... If you have a sea monster, uh, like, right at your hands, right. you need to use that to... Make br- koozies. Make, the, make, you know, yeah, put that on it, slap it on a t-shirt. Yeah. If there were Alti koozies, we would have purchased them. Right, and she said that there were Alti koozies coming without yeah. us saying it first. Well, I don't want to go back there anytime soon, but... Well, no, it was very humid. <laughs> <laughs> it was extremely humid out there in um, Darien. Do you do you remember any of the the factoids about this this river monster, Alti? Oh, um, well, it's it, kind. It's basically it likes like the a, water. It's basically like a Loch Ness. It's a Loch Definitely. Ness monster. It's like not you know it hasn't like it looks killed like a anybody. Really? Yeah. And um and uh, you know there there were like some sightings you know back in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, and there, also, there's not like much of a story around it. Except like I think it was like the Ultima haha, that's like a Native American term, mm-hmm. right? So I think it's it's a it's like a legend that's gone back to like the original people there. So yeah. it's I just feel like every river and every lake has a monster myth attached to well, it. Well so many half sunken logs. It's the logs. Yeah. <laughs> half sunken logs. So we need to get that we need to get more lost <laughs> half sunken logs. So that we can have more river monsters. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. Um, so, so yeah. So uh, we went there and uh, took some pictures with the, the Alti monster statue, which is a great statue. I, I even wrote down the name of the guy who designed it because we might, be we might need uh, some monster statues soon. Right. Because we've got a big project <laughs> in the work pe- works, people. <laughs> um. What, so what anyway, else, after so that, that so so when we were when we were at this place checking out Alti, um, we we went to a restaurant where we ordered the captain's platter, mm-hmm. and it I sounded just wanted delicious. Some good seafood, yeah, because we've been eating like crab because we've been on the road. So we we're like, all right, cool, good seafood, right? And there's this thing, the captain's platter, and. It has everything. It's got scallops. It's got oysters. It's got calamar. It's got a, it's got a piece of the fish of the day, right? Yeah. All that stuff. And when we order, when it when it comes over here, we're like, oh, here it comes. It is all fried. We did not know it was all fried, but it was. What a waste of seafood for all of it to be fried. Ryan had the quote of the day um, when he tried to eat. A fried oyster, and he said, "This is the desecration of an oyster." <laughs> Frying an oyster is crazy to me, right? Because you—what is the point? Well, right. The thing about frying food is you just take anything that has a unique taste, and then you turn it yeah. into the same taste, <laughs> right? So, oh my god, right? Like, yeah, it might as well just be. I—I'll tell you what—I did not want to eat a plate of fried food at that moment but we did because i was covered in chigger bites <laughs> i was wearing a pittsburgh pirates t-shirt i was wearing albert's underwear and shorts because i was <laughs> yeah. afraid of all my clothes right and then i got a plate full of 
fried fish and fried oysters. But he did get a compliment from the kid working there as soon as we walked up with his Pittsburgh. It was embarrassing. The guy was like, cool shirt. And he meant it. <laughs> I know, but it was just weird to be at a, a nautical restaurant wearing or a, a captain's platter shirt. wearing a pirate shirt. That is funny. It is funny. Like, yeah, kids like this guy loves pirates. Like, I better, you know, champ him up. <laughs> champ him up. Yeah. Um, Thank you, young sir. So anyway, after after all that happened, we we ended up staying at a, a KOA, right? And we noticed that they had these koozies uh, for your beers. And Ryan last year had picked up some really nice plaid KOA koozies, red and black, red and black, classic, classic. you know. And these were yellow and black. So we were all like, big cartoon eyes on them. And Ryan was like, hey, what's the deal with these? You do a donation or whatever, because that's what happened with the red ones. And she was like, oh, no, no, no. These are only for guests who book two nights, uh, consecutive nights in a row. I think I I think I guffawed. I was like, I was like, (laughs) it was shocking. What? That is so stupid. And she could not meet his gaze. (laughs) She did not look look you in the eye. That's true. Right. Good memory. So we, I think, knew that we were going to get those koozies at some point. <laughs> um, Albert, we, you were so pissed. Like, who does she think she well, is? Well, it was really... Because, fr- you know, I, what I thought she was was a rule follower. I thought she was like a super rule follower. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you got to bend those rules and even break them sometimes. Rules were meant to be broken. But... She might not have that in her. Anyway, we spent the next, the rest of the night at the laundromat trying to <laughs> wash and dry the chig, chiggers out of our. It was a fear. Or bed bugs. There was a there was a deep seated fear of possible bed bug infestation yeah. because we're living out of our, you know, our suitcases and the car. And I was like, oh my god. Right. So we oh so god. we did that. We we spent a while at the. Um, uh, at the laundromat, Ryan watched his first episode of The Big Bang Theory That's ever. <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't my first <laughs> episode. But uh, then what we did when everything was washed and dry, we went to go and check out Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. Um, and Which if, is cool. If you have not been to Savannah, Georgia, you got to go. It is like a little New Orleans, mm-hmm. but like in a way cooler. It's like less popular, smaller, walkable, everything. Like it... On some of the pamphlets that we got, it was it was labeled the, the most haunted, the most city, in haunted city in America. Yeah. yeah, so we went out there and checked it out. We were able to like hit up three of the, the places that were the most haunted. Also, at the beginning of the Girl Scouts, right? Remember we found that yeah, one the spot woman like, who the woman the Girl who Scouts. yeah founded the Girl Scouts. She was like the rich daughter of somebody in the eighteen hundreds. And that building is one of the haunted yeah. buildings. Her the house that. And yeah, it's like basically a museum now. Like you can go visit her house. Like I guess Girl Scouts do like a pilgrimage there all the time. But her house is the most haunted house yeah. in Savannah. There are, I, I think maybe it's this woman's mother who haunts it. Right. There have been a lot of sightings of her and I don't know. Right. And then every every once in a while it'll Where rain. Thin mints. Thin mints is what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, yes, but anyway, we 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 did the, we we did a a self walking tour on the outside of the houses at late at night, right? But it was still a little spooky. It was still a little spooky, and and they have streets with uh, oyster shells, right? In the yes, in the pavement. Yes, well, that's you. That's you a nice you're, touch. you're like a harbor town, a port port city, a harbor right? town. You got all those extra clams just mm. lying around. Um, 
Also, we went to a really cool bar called Abe's on Lincoln, mm-hmm. which they have everybody draws pictures of Abe Lincoln in different ways. Like yeah. Abe Lincoln, Homer Simpson, or like Abe Lincoln, Alien, or whatever. Right. And then they on napkins they post them all over the wall and ceiling. Very cool. Um, and then that night when we got back to camp, you know when you're in your tent at night and you wake up and you're like, oh, I don't want to go all the way to the bathroom, so you just try to like pee on your knees outside the tent. Right? Pee on your knees? Yeah, like you you unzip the tent and then you're on your knees in the tent, but you're trying to pee you're out. Whizzing the tent, out. The, okay. Right? So I went to do that. I'm like, it's the middle of the night. What? And then I look over and our neighbor, I see like a head pop out and then I, I got spooked and I ducked, I ducked under. And this is going to make sense later, but I I was too afraid to pee at that point. (laughs) So, um, that was day nine. So day 10, we actually just, we didn't have, um, we didn't have a, a monster for this day, but we had plans to go to this museum um that uh that was suggested to us called Grave Face Museum. Perfect. And it had I all I knew was that there was some going to be some cool shit in there and this really like uh, uh it was very fulfilling, very satisfying. You know, if you don't have a monster that day, this is about as good as you can get because it was filled with uh, I hu- well We'll get to it. Before but, we get to yeah, it. I, it's just too exciting. It, it, yeah. You you don't need to have, it, it doesn't need to have its own monster because it had lots of other monsters collected right. in a very tangible way. Right. Um, first things first, we what got those fucking koozies from the KOA because the <laughs> next right. morning we rolled through. Yeah. Different staff. Different on. staff. Yeah. And I go, I go, uh. Hey, so um, Maya, I you know some of our friends have like these yellow and black KOA koozies. You ever heard like, of them? Do you guys have those? Like, uh, you know, I'll pay any we price. We don't really care. <laughs> and the manager is like, "What these?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I think those are them." And she's like, "Here, take them. Yeah, take these pieces. Just of take them." <laughs> she's like, "Geico gives these to us. We yeah, just <laughs> that's right. They do have a Geico. Logo. It's like free." And I was like, oh, cool. Well, thank you so much. And she's like, man, it's like nothing. I don't care. It is nothing. And I wanted to be like, you, but we won. We did. And that nervous lady, I hope she's listening. We got him. We got him. So um, then after that big win, we do, we go back to Savannah. We want to like check out. We saw it in the nighttime. We want to see it in the daytime just for, just for a bit. Yeah. We go to this place called the, the book lady bookstore. Because uh, I wanted a copy of Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, which is a great book. I got it. Well, actually, I went and asked the guy yeah. about it because it was it was all based, it was a true crime book based in Savannah, and um, just fell in love with Savannah. And I asked the guy, and I was it was I was actually kind of embarrassed because it was like this really cool like old bookstore and like this young guy's working there, and I was like, "Do you have Midnight in the Garden?" Yeah, and, of Good and Evil? you know that everyone's and he's like, asking oh, that. Everyone wants it. <laughs> And he was nice. He was like, actually, we're sold out right now. I'm waiting for a shipment. So we're looking around, whatever, and we're about to leave. And then he, and then, the, and the, the shipment comes in and he's like, dude, I got the book. And I was like, yeah, wrote your magic, meant to be. So I got the book. And while we were checking out, he, we, we told him what direction we were going. And we told him a little bit about our trip. And he's like, oh, you guys are going uh, like through Atlanta, right? Yeah. And he was like, watch out. They're they're crazy about like speeding or drinking and driving and stuff like that. And he told us this story about how he was pulled over 
in um, uh, Atlanta, right? Mm. I think that's what uh, it was or, well, yeah, or, or whatever the Some hell, bullshit wherever the hell town it was, in Georgia, around, around there. And he said that he got pulled over by a cop, and he was like, stick out your tongue, boy. And it, it, he was like, your uh, taste buds are raised. And that, that so means insane. you're high. High as a cat. And the guy's like, I haven't smoked in like years or whatever. Yeah. But if you uh, if you're wondering, apparently that's something that a cop might throw at you is that if you have raised taste buds, you might be high. So just watch out. That is some bullshit. Yeah, and just deny. Deny, deny, deny. 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 Yeah. Um, something else that was interesting before we got to the Graveface Museum was we went to the site where they shot the Forrest Gump oh, the sitting on the bench scene. Yeah. Which no spoiler bench. alert, there's no bench. Uh, the bench is not there. You can go Never to was. the spot <laughs> where the bench was. And when we went to go get the picture of the non-bench, um, these young girls were there uh, talking, and and it, it turns out that they were our site mates at the KOA. <laughs> yeah who I was afraid of getting caught peeing in the night from. And then we ended up really hitting it off. They were very friendly. So, you know, there's some sort of a moral there. <laughs> yeah, think about that one. Yeah. There's a lesson. Yeah. Always pee on your knees, even right. if you're being stared at. If you're scared at night, in the daytime, it's all right. Oh, good. Sort of. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> also, they were European. Oh, right. Yeah, two of them were European. One of them was from Mexico. I oh, think. European. Oh, and there there's you like go. A, yeah, something. Some sort of, a, there's some a better sort of joke. joke there. Just to call in for the better joke. Some sort of joke as well. Anyway, look. Here's what you've been waiting for: the Graveface Museum, right? <laughs> the Graveface <laughs> Museum. Um, I knew nothing about it, Ryan. He did a little bit of research. Yeah, well, my buddy Bruce told me about it. And then I remember my friend Andy also, uh, he was in Savannah. And he just took a picture of the outside. He's like, I think you should go here. So um, it is, it's like a collect. This guy, Ryan Grayface, has put together a collection and laid it out so beautifully. Mm. There are like, um, there are, uh, Freak show oddities, circus freaks. Yeah, um, there are serial collections of serial killer paraphernalia, alien hold stuff. leader paraphernalia. There's alien stuff. There's a room of monster themed pinball machines. Oh yeah, there's secret society stuff. It is everything that you could dream of. Yeah, everything you want to see is in there. It really is. It like the. The collection of um, John Wayne Gacy paintings, paintings yeah. that this the serial guy has. killer John Wayne Gacy. He has a wall of them. Yeah, it's unbelievable. They must be priceless. I mean, some uh, he has Ed Gein's. So so Keychain. if you do or if you if you know about Ed Gein, like you know he was. He was pretty famous because, like, he inspired things like Silence of the Lambs. Texas Chainsaw Texas Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. But, like... And he was one of the first famous American serial killers. Right. Um, so, like, a lot of the evidence that they got on him was, like, human remains. Like, he had a belt made of nipples and, like, lampshades made of human skin. And, like, well, actually, he had, like, body suits made of women's yeah. skin. Cause, you know. So, anyway, but, like... So we, we got to meet Ryan's 
wife, um, wife yeah. Chloe. She was awesome. She, really nice. She really like took a lot of time to talk to us. Yeah. And uh, was telling us about how when when Ed Gein was arrested, they took photos of all of the physical evidence. But because it was human remains, they felt that they needed to destroy it because it's, I guess, gross and disgusting <laughs> and like disease-ridden or yeah. whatever. So one of the only pieces of human remains evidence that, that exists is this keychain that he would wear with this lock of human hair that with they believe scalp, be- scalp attached, attached to, to it, it. Um, that they believe belonged to his mother. Oh, wow. So... Um, so if you're a serial killer fan, you got to go check this place out. They also had Charlie Manson's sweatpants from when he was in solitary confinement. That's crazy. Um, All kinds of stuff like you, that. You, you just, you, you got to, you need to see it. Yeah. It's, it was really, really pretty interesting. And, um, man, it, it ha- you have to walk through it to believe it. But anyway, yeah. that was kind of like the, you know, kind of like human monster freaks, um, you know, like uh, freak show hoaxes. It was filled with this stuff. So we really felt like that kind of fulfilled the monster for the day sort of thing. We were definitely jazzed. It was it was probably the second most exciting thing after the... Uh, the Bayou. The 95. Bayou 95.7. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's next? Well, at the end of the, at the end of that day, we ended up we ended up in Statesboro. Um, Georgia to visit our friend Dan Dan, Larkin and I do have to give a shout out he's never going to hear it but there was a guy named Russell who was the DA out there (laughs) who is he's he's a big last podcast on the left fan like me and we were and I was telling him about the Graveface Museum and I feel like we made a serious connection Uh, so if you're out there Russell you the man (laughs) and don't buy Dan any more cigarettes (laughs) (laughs) All right. so day 11 was the Bigfoot Museum, and uh, we we drove we, uh, we we hung out with Dan in the morning. That he he's a professor at um, Georgia Southern University, and he gave us a little tour of the campus. And um, it was super rad of, of him to uh, let us crash with him. We also watched American Psycho, which was a you know also another another That's little a bonus. classic. That was a good one. Um, but after we left there, we we went to Expedition. What's it called Expedition, Expedition Bigfoot Museum. Museum. Now this was from uh, at the out the gate. This was like a big red star on the trip, like a, like a true Bigfoot Museum. But I gotta say, walking into that place, it was very it was very well done. Yeah, they had the. It seemed like they had the budget. They had like a big budget. The budget to seemed do this. really very well curated. Um, yeah, of all the places we went to, this place clearly had the most money to yeah. work with. Yeah, and there were a lot. What I liked about it, there were a lot of statues of Bigfoot, like different yes. representations, like him as the abominable snowman, him as like skunk ape. Right, because you get into references. the yeti kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and the, and there was also like the recreation of some local men. Oh yeah, like like being attacked by Bigfoot. Right. So there is some, there was some really great, um, like, uh, what would you call that model? No. Uh, like those guys, what, what is that? A man- yeah. They're like mannequin size. Man- yeah. Ma- like a, like a human size mannequin. Why can't I think of the word I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of, but it was great. They're like, they, they really made you feel like you were inside this cabin where these guys had this experience of a, of a Bigfoot trying to get in and yeah. like arms reaching in the, and they got the guns bracing the door and all that stuff. Um, 
Also, they had some recordings of what they believe are Bigfoot sounds that could not be created by the human mm-hmm. vocal cords. It's out of the range. Yeah, there are animals in the There are woods. animals. <laughs> but they were communicating. Uh-huh. Uh, Lots of evidence to suggest that there were multiple Bigfoots talking oh, to each other, like whales. Uh, yeah, it's happening all over. Also, they had a... It looked like a two-foot section of Bigfoot scat. I mean, and it's just basic. It's just a, a turd and a big it's too much glass box. Too much scat. But yeah. it was it was impressive. It was uh, whatever laid it was big. I imagine <laughs> could have been the owner for all right, we know. Right. Oh yeah. Speaking of the owner, the owner looked like a shaved Bigfoot. This man looked related to Bigfoot. Gentle giant, though. Uh, je- he was very He was friendly. super gentle. He had kind eyes. But there was there was something about him. He felt very connected, I think, to Bigfoot. Yeah, it's like one of those things when you feel so connected to something that you sort of start to turn into that yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like people that look like their pets. Exactly, right, yeah. yeah. When they look like their dogs. Right. They're dumb, yeah, annoying dogs. dogs. All right, so... <laughs> Oh, we do have a little bit of, of a critique of the Bigfoot Museum, which would be your merch was not Guys, really up to snuff. Step it up. Yeah. I feel also, like what was with the? They had one postcard, and it was like a black book. and white photo of a girl holding like it looked like a Chewbacca doll. Yeah. So weird. Which could have been cool, but it wasn't. No. Like I just, it just felt like they were going a little too modern with some of the like the stuff. Like yeah. just dial it back. Make it rough. Good. You know, I, good advice. That's that's all. That's good advice. Uh, still got a koozie though. Um, <laughs> anyway, so after that, we we did go to a food spot that is definitely worth mentioning. Right about ten minutes down the road yeah. from the uh, Expedition Bigfoot Museum, there's this place called Pools Barbecue. Um, Ryan found this before the trip, and when you roll up on it, you see. It's this. It's this little. It's like a sh- hill of signs. Yeah, of pi- little pigs. Yeah, there's pigs. These like painted Hundreds. pigs, all up on this hill, uh, yeah. like everywhere. And when you get closer, you see that there's like people's names or little messages or whatever. So, first of all, we go in there and it's this like really cool like cabiny. Like everything's like really like, nice and like wood, and the food was amazing. But for five bucks, you can pay to get anything written on a pig, and then they put it up on Pig Hill. And then you become a part of Pool's Barbecue history. Yeah, but you can't see it until the next time you come, because <laughs> they don't like do it immediately. You know? <laughs> right. So in time, we, we did pay the five bucks, and we got a Don't Be an Idiom pig yeah. put up there. So, so you go. We're offering this challenge to you. You go, find the Don't Be an Idiom pig, you send take- us a picture, and five bucks because <laughs> come on, I mean, like we're doing it for you, right? So basically, I, they're taking a picture and then they're paying us five they're bucks. They pay us five bucks. That way, we break even. Uh huh. And then we're gonna send you something nice. Oh, uh, okay. You know. Uh, all right. This, this sounds like a good opportunity. It's only for fair. Everybody. I mean, you figure gas and tolls alone is like astronomical. Right. <laughs> um, and that was Fourth of July that day. Holy right. shit! Really? America's it birthday. Was. Right. Okay. So. This was an interesting thing, too. We ended up at a campsite uh, in... Mm, Tennessee? Copper Hill, Tennessee. Yeah. Right? Hard Times, it was called. No. Did we already go to Hard Times? I don't know, dude. Yeah, no, we were already there. That was like our eighth day or ninth All day. Right. It doesn't matter what the name is. So we end up at our site, and 
it's 4th of July. So we're like, well, let's go back to town. After we set up our camp, we go back to town. And then we realized that this town um, is the main street of it is the borderline from Copper Hill, Tennessee and McKaysville, Georgia. So when you cross the street, you're like, I'm in this state, I'm in this state, I'm in Tennessee, I'm in Georgia. And they, they did a fireworks display and it was wonderful. We got some kettle corn. That was good we kettle had a blast. corn. Uh, yeah, so that was like a very, you know. How often you get to be in two states at once? Um, well, we do it all the time because we live in Philadelphia and we work in New Jersey. Yeah, but there's the water <laughs> is the dividing oh, right, line, right, yeah, you know? Right, yeah. Um, Anyway, we listened to some Elvis and had beers in the Dollar General parking lot after that. That was nice. That was very nice. Because there was a little traffic. So, you know, you just throw yeah, in some Elvis. Way you too crack much some beers open. Yeah. You put it in your Bigfoot Expedition Museum koozie and uh, just wait for that to roll on by. Right. Um, Which brings us to day 12. All right. So, listen, we only have a few more days here. And uh, and then we hope that some of you will, will take on the Monster Road Trip Challenge maybe next summer. Uh, Absolutely. If you can. I mean, this thing, all the all the stuff, it, we've already vetted it. We've already vetted everything. So this, on day 12, we didn't uh, we didn't have a monster. Um, per se. Per se, because we needed to get to West Virginia for Flatwoods Monster and the Mothman. So on day 12, we thought we would just stop by in Asheville, North Carolina. Now, we quickly found out that there's nothing too spooky going on in Asheville. No. Um, and so we're like, all right, well, maybe we should just like, you know, go to the West, West side. Asheville. <laughs> Let's go to West Asheville. And there we found the, this badass bar called the auditorium, which, uh, That's you know, ODD, ODD, it was like, you know, freak show punk bar kind of vibe. Oh yeah. And, uh, I, I think all of the punks in the Asheville area probably congregate here. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't see a single weird person in Asheville, but then every weird then, uh, person was in West Asheville so we, at the auditorium. So we got some beers and we we're like sitting outside and there was like a DJ playing music. We like got the nod. Music. We both got a nod separately. <laughs> and uh, Albert went to use the loo and um, I, you know, I'm sitting there drinking and I've got my Tales from the Crypt hat on. And this young, handsome cowboy is sitting kind of like at the table next to me. And he just starts chatting me up. He goes, ah, "Tales from the Crypt." I remember, I remember the story about you know, like this, this, and this. And I'm like, "Oh, that's that's actually uh, the movie Creep Show." But that's also really cool. And I'm like, "But," and he's like, "Well, oh, yeah, I guess I do remember that now." And he's like, "Can I join you?" And so then he comes over, and uh, quickly find out he's this you know young guy from Arizona who just moved Arizona, right? Yes, but I have to call Parapraxis on you. I was there when he started talking about your Crypt Keeper hat. You were already there? I was I, I was there. I got to call Parapraxis on you. Wait, because you don't remember me being there? I was already talking to him before you got back. Dude, I was there. I was there when you were explaining to him the whole thing. I, I like I remember when he when he was like your hat. No way. See, we did learn about Parapraxis on this, which is actually human memory is very fallible. So Albert, you're both remembering this differently. You were gone. Uh, no. You Not in my memory, I wasn't. I remember him interrupting us talking. He mentions your hat. 
then you you correct him uh, maybe you're and right. then you tell him that it's a you tell him it's this other thing which i remember because i remember thinking i would have been a little too nervous to like be like oh you know actually man like i remember when you were telling him yeah um and i was like i hope he doesn't feel like he's he's correcting him oh. too much and then he was like do you mind if i join you guys and then we were like <laughs> yeah you could yeah which because then i also remember thinking like I'm surprised Ryan's saying that's okay. Oh, yeah. And then you went to the bathroom and I was alone with him. You probably had some time alone with him, yeah. Um, and that that's when I was like, oh, so like you asking to like join us, is that's pretty bold. Like yeah. I would never do that. Me neither. Um, but it's cool that you did. Very because, cool. Because like, yeah, he ended up being like super nice and interesting. Um, you're right. What, what? Oh, no, no. I just, I know that was like a long way around. No, no, but you're right. I my memory was completely different. I, but you were correct. You're correct. Which, I, I'm, but you need to I'm listen just like to this starting. other podcast about parapraxis. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's his name? Um, uh, Malcolm Gladwell, who's you know he's very famous. But so he 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 did uh, he did this a two parter on his podcast. <laughs> there was a three parter. That was too which much. got us in trouble. <laughs> Um, it was all about memory and, uh, clearly mine is, um, well, all of ours, I, all I, yeah, of it's <laughs> not just me, but you know what? I've been thinking very differently ever since then. Like I can't remember stuff. Yeah. And then I, I like, I think I remember what I'm talking about and then I don't. Oh shit. Anyway. Anyway, Chase. Let's just, we'll just talk about Chase for a moment. Um, and, uh, he, when he sat down with Albert and I, he was like, what are you guys doing on the road? And we're like, well, we're like looking for like, you know, monsters, monsters right? and locations where aliens have visited. And he's like, oh, I've been abducted by an alien. And we yes. were just like, oh, fuck, really? Yeah. And the thing about you have to understand about Chase is like he was very put together. He had great cowboy clothes. He was clean cut, nice mm -hmm. hair, handsome guy. Yeah. Um, and he did not force any issues. Like he was very... You know, some people, they just want to just be like, well, I, you know, I did this and I did that. And then like, tell, they want to just talk at you. Yeah. Right. Um, he was very subtle with like, like, you know, Hey, I don't really talk about this kind of stuff, but if you guys want to hear it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So he told us four, uh, different alien, alien stories, stories because yeah. where he lived, uh, in Arizona before. So he was actually a real cowboy. Right. Um, and he was also a rodeo cowboy. Right. So he was both. Yeah. He was like a rancher and a rodeo right. cowboy. And he was telling us about this place called Skull Orb Valley. I don't remember that. <clears throat> well, I had looked it up recently again oh. because I was trying to tell someone about it. Oh. And I wanted to make sure I got it right. Yeah. But so there's this phenomenon that happens out there called the Skull Orb Valley Lights. Hmm. Something like that. And he was basically telling us about how, you know, on these different occasions, he'd be out there in the middle of fucking nowhere and he would see orbs come down over the mountain and all this stuff. Anyway, in his final story, he actually feels that he was taken out of the reality that we were like he was he was driving mm -hmm. his truck at night mm -hmm. with a friend. He felt like time slowed down. And then all of a sudden he was somewhere else in a white room looking upon an alien essentially as mm -hmm. we as we know it with the mm -hmm. big head and the big eyes and all that stuff he didn't feel like it was threatening he just he just was looking at that image for a, an amount of time that he couldn't really tell but then 
it when it faded out, he felt time speed back up, and only like seconds had passed, mm-hmm. and then he was mid sentence again. Right. So this guy was just like. Chase, if you are listening to this, we loved meeting you. Um, it was just exactly what we were looking for. Uh, and we ended up going to an arcade bar after that and playing some World yeah. Combat. And then when when we were outside talking about, like, you know, we're thinking this is the most interesting guy in the world. Then this other guy, like a middle-aged man <laughs> up, up above us on the balcony, was like, you talking about past lives? And then he would be like, have you ever heard of the Mandela effect or the Philadelphia incident? And we were like, well, yeah, actually, we're from Philadelphia. He's like, yeah. well, you know, that's the time wars, and I'm from yeah. the old world, and do you remember the Monopoly man having a monocle? Because he did not have a He did have a monocle in my world, but we're in another part of the galaxy right now, and our souls don't vibrate the right way. That guy was less my speed. I was like, and I'm done. See, Chase <laughs> talked with us. That man talked at us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And even though we knew a lot of the things that he was referencing, this man hung his hat, his mm. life actually, on things like the Monopoly Man's monocle and the Berenstain Bears. Right. And he and the he, Ford symbol. He that believed had a that he he was truly a dimension traveler. When he finally went in to use the bathroom, the kid running the arcade came out and was like oh my God, this guy every week comes in and tells me the story. And he's like, yeah. I just want to go to sleep, man. <laughs> I should go to sleep. So um, yeah, he's so, full time. So if you want to, if you want to meet this man, you go to pinball museum, but chase, he, we love he, chase. He's harder to find, but he is a, that guy could start a cult like that. Yeah. And he's got he his would first have, two. Yeah. He would have, he, he right would just sweep up followers. He would. Um, all right, so listen, we're gonna we're gonna do our last two days. These are actually two two monsters that we've already covered in Dubian Monster, but we visited um, on day thirteen Braxton County for the Flatwoods Monster Museum. Guys, this place was awesome. Right. Um, this guy did so much work Andrew, in this right. little this little um, downtown area. Uh, it's barely a downtown. This downtown it's, is mo- basically a ghost town, except for it felt like a ghost town, except for the museum. And there are also these chairs, um, in the shape of the Flatwoods monster all over Braxton County. Yeah. It's so cool. You can like, you know, remember this is like a red monster with a green outfit and like yellow eyes, and it's yeah. just like this iconic image. So try to imagine like an Adirondack chair, only supersized right. and shaped more like this, like kind of a cobra head kind of uh, thing, like the Flatwoods monster. Yeah. Um. So Andrew's a genius, as far as I'm concerned. Like he even sets up this map where you go to different points um, right. around Braxton to, yeah. to find each chair. And he makes it like a little scavenger hunt where you can, I think kind of log in and like kids can maybe get a taffy or something. I don't know what the, yeah, the, but the it, whole... like, it like forces visitors to, to see the area. Yeah. And it is beautiful. Right. And one of the chairs that we went to was, I think it was chair number two. We went to, actually has a view of the mountain where they saw the original sighting. Yeah. And it's really neat sitting there and like looking up and imagining this thing floating down. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Actually. It was cool. They had great merch. He was super nice. The merch the was space great. Was well really priced. Cool. Yeah. 
Um, um, and they had a they had a house a shop cat called Braxy. Yeah, uh, which is like seems like it's another term for the Flatwoods Monster. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. it's called Braxy. Yeah, uh, that was that got me right away. And um, you know, and we and in town at least one of the uh, rest like the little food places there was like all Flatwoods Monster related yeah, right. dishes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which we did not eat at, which but I regret. We, but we did take a picture and we'll post that. Yeah. Of us in a kind of a postcard sort yeah. of thing. So um, and then we ended with the big one, Mothman. Yeah. Which this is a return visit for us, but the first right. time that we were there we felt like we were just kind of we didn't really know what we were getting into. And even in the couple years since we've been there, it feels like it's really grown and you know, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah, it's like busy now. When we were there, uh, we were probably there, what, like five years ago right, or yeah. something? It felt really dead. Yeah. Now there was, you know, cars in every parking spot. There's, you know, so the first thing that we did was we went to this place called the Coffee Grinder, uh, which is right across the street from the Mothman Museum because they serve Mothman-related items. What you can get Cupcakes, is you can cookies. get a Mothman cupcake, a Mothman cookie, Mothman droppings, mm. which are uh, chocolate-covered espresso beans. They have the worst fucking label label on these things. It is like a it's like it it's is like a, a hand Microsoft drawing, drawing it, it, print out from 1996 with it's, tape. It's the worst. It was the worst, but <laughs> when we got there. <laughs> When we got there, I had my heart set on. I was going to get the droppings and a cookie. I'm mm-hmm. not much of a cupcake guy. A cupcake guy cause yeah. I, I do those like a sugar cookie. look good. The people in front of us, there was three people. And then they were like, we'll take the last two uh, Mothman cookies. And then the, the daughter was like, there's actually three. I'm like, the last three then? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, that's what I fucking wanted. And side note, I held the door for these people. When we were going in, because let I, go I let first. them go ahead, and then they took, you know. That is some shit. So I started laughing. It was, it was funny, but so got the droppings and the cupcake instead, and sat down at the table, and we were we were eating and whatever, and then out in like I'm looking down at my my food, and out of my like peripheral vision, a Mothman cookie slides into my view, and I'm like, my brain is like, what's happening? I look up and then there's there's this woman, Mandy from Chicago. She was like, "Hey, I heard I heard that you wanted one of these. I got a bunch. I ordered ahead of time. I don't need this many. Take one." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is the nicest thing ever." Yeah, that was nice. And uh, I was like, "We're on this road trip and we're you know we're going around looking for monsters." <laughs> she like, did not care, by the way. No, I know. I was like, hold, I was like grabbing <laughs> her like, arm. I wanted to be like, she's ready to go. Yeah, but but she she said she was on a road trip too and yeah. was bringing Mothman cookies back to her, I guess, family or yeah, like if she, yeah, and and it was just really sweet and I just I'll never forget that, Mandy. Thank you. Thank you, Mandy. Oh, but then we went to the Mothman Museum after that. Mm-hmm. You gotta go. They have got some of the best stuff. If you're not familiar with the Mothman, he, uh, you know, he was around Point Pleasant for about a year back in the oh shoot, fifties, sixties, right? Mm-hmm. I forget now. But um, uh, then they made a movie about it with Mr. Richard Gere. Mr. Richard, and. Uh, they had some of the coolest stuff. They had the the original handwritten witness statement from the first woman that ever like encountered the Mothman, like That's when really she was chasing cool. her car. Like 
fucking in, in cursive, like yeah. the pages. Very cool to see. They had the original uh, recording of the guy that met Ingrid Cold, which showed up just was the alien that showed up just before the Mothman. Mm. Super awesome on like a reel to reel. Yeah, didn't get to hear it, but it was cool to see it. They had like movie props too from the Mothman prophecies. They have all yeah. They have <laughs> they have a blanket that Mr. Richard Gear in like encountered on the scene of. That's how they said like came oh came in contact with. That's how is they crazy. said yeah. Um, they also had original. Uh, original pages from the John Keel uh, Mothman Prophecies manuscript, yeah. which was very cool. And it was signed and, and he had written to whoever he was writing to. He said, the secret to the universe is on page 360. Whoa. Now, we need to get that first edition. We need the first know, edition. Yeah, to know what that is. To know what it is. Yeah. Um, then what was really cool was the girl at the counter gave us, we, we wanted to see about like the TNT area, which yeah. is where Mothman was... Um, like believed that he lived or yeah. like was kind of hiding out. Yeah. In. And they had all these bunkers that were like from, you know, like these like dome bunkers, like where they were hiding, like um, world war two yeah. uh, ammunition and yeah. stuff. So she actually gave us these like printed uh, directions and we were able to drive out there and get inside of one of the bunkers. So cool. Yeah. It's like um, kind of like in the middle of the woods by a swamp. And yeah. You can get in there and it's just covered with graffiti and yeah. they're, they were meant to be hidden from aerial view. Right. So it's sort of like kind of built into the, the landscape. Yeah. The yeah. Landscape. Like you, you couldn't see it from but the air. It, it sounds crazy in there. Like this insane echo chamber. Yes. And uh, it, it was pretty cool getting in there. And, and that was like sort of our last big monster road trip moment. Yeah. Really, it was that. So you got to end on a, on a heavy hitter like Mothman. Yeah. So well, so that's it, guys. So, so um, you know, we did, uh, I think we I think we covered like eight or nine in part one. And this part two um, saw a bunch more like heavy hitters like Flatwoods Monster, Mothman, Bigfoot. And then some little guys like Alti and... Hugging Molly and man, it was awesome. But you never know; these little guys might be big guys one day. Because I feel like the Mothman was not that big a guy even a couple years ago, and now he's got his own coffee. He's got his own coffee and his own museum. That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty nice. So listen, guys, thank you for for joining us on this. You know, this this uh, road trip, um, this walk down memory lane. Actually, yeah, and, and and don't beat idiom is coming back next time, and uh, we're gonna hit you back with the classic don't be an idiom um, structure episodes, and it's gonna be wacky. Fifties coming up, totally. Yeah, it's it's on the horizon. But listen, if you liked hearing about the road trip, if you're interested in doing the road trip and recreating it and doing it even better than we did, hit us up. We will send you the itinerary. It's beautiful. It's got it's got. You know, you know how much travel time, where to go and eat and stay, and what to check out, and even awesome pictures of all the monsters. So check it out. It was a great road trip. So glad we did it. it was, we've we've done road trips before, but this one felt so much more rewarding. I loved it. And if you've got a monster that you think we should go see, yes, like near where you live, hit us up because we're gonna start doing. We're gonna do some international monster road trips eventually. Yes, because uh, there's some. There's some stuff that needs to be seen yes. with these peepers. That's right. All right. And, and until, until next, next time, time do be a monster. monster.